Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. One of my questions is, if you take a step back, when you talk about your career development journey, so I have two questions. One yep. is, how do you learn more about what opportunities are out there? Like, I think a lot of associates are like, yes, I want to move within the company, but I'm very siloed into a very specific department and I work at home. And uh, what are your, what are you, what is your advice for understanding how to break out of that and see what's out there and what I might be interested in. Sure. So th- that's kind of a tough question to answer because I don't think we have the best solution today. We're working on um, consolidating everything into one spot. Um, Workday will have some functionalities in the future that will potentially help with identifying those opportunities. But in the meanwhile, um, we list a lot of stuff out at go slash careers. So talking about NRGs. Learn more from your NRGs because they have tons of information that they can that they can share about different opportunities. Um, getting involved in volunteering and figuring out which kind of what which organizations need certain skills. Um, talking to your leader about wanting to work on stretch projects because oftentimes your leaders can reach out to their peers or to other people across the enterprise and say, hey. Um, so-and-so has the skill that they want to build. You have an opportunity on your team. So just maintaining that open communication with your leader, staying involved and knowing what's going on on high. I recommend that it becomes people's routine reading those articles out there because there's tons of opportunities normally out there. So just having those conversations with your leader and staying engaged with high. Perfect. That's, that is perfect. And then the other one is also probably a little difficult, but when we talk about development items, you know, skills, career interests, for those folks that are very comfortable in their position and aren't looking necessarily to move, um, how do you see all of this fitting in? Sure. So actually, when you go out to career interest, there is a um, selection that you can select what you want to do with your career. So do you want to increase your breadth of knowledge? Do you want to learn more in that area? Are you okay and just want to remain in place and not move around? You can select that. Or do you want to increase your depth? of knowledge in a given area. There's four different options out there. So fill out based off of what your interest is in your own career um, path. And then that lets others know that where you want to go or not want to go. Thank you. Yeah. That's interesting because I can just almost visualize my, my workday profile and you know, the breadth, breadth and depth is uh, you defined it so well. And that in, uh, because you may want to go a little deeper and have a little more understanding into your role, uh, but you do maybe want to spread your wing and learn spread your wings and learn a little yeah. bit more. 
So I think that's fantastic. And I like your tip of reading the articles on high. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I do that. And you're right that it is out there. There are ideas that you can implement or thoughts you can uh, jump in on or you can raise your hand and ask your leader. I do want to take that stretch assignment. Is that okay? So that's good. Yeah. And whenever our associates are having those conversations with our leaders, uh, do you feel that that's a really good time to do during mid-year and other? Sure. So um, I think when we talk about development, we need to do it more often than once or twice a year. Um, My leader, I think, has a pretty good routine about it. She asks us to set up once a month with her to talk about development. So I think having more frequent conversations with your leader is pivotal to your development journey um, because something can change month to month depending on maybe where you want to go in your career or maybe where your business segment is going. So I I would recommend recommend more frequent conversations. Are there, is that in addition to like one-on-one? So you have, yes. Okay. So then in that development conversation, like what are the basic tenants? Like what what could a lead what could you share with a leader? Like as you're having these conversations, this is a format you should follow or questions you should ask sure so we're, we're actually going to start working on more of a guided format to help associates and leaders with those conversations but think about your development items and your goals that you've set and in, in work day go over those on a monthly basis and just talk about the milestones that you've met to reach towards those goals or talk about where you need assistance with your leader where they where he or she can help you get to a, a next milestone in achieving that goal or maybe talk to them and say hey I I don't I don't know what I want to do anymore but I need help finding what I should be doing next just having those very open honest conversations with them based off of what you think you may or may not need for your career development So what is one of the common myths about your profession that you want to debunk? Sure. So I think people um, tend to think that HR is stuffy, um, but I I don't think we're stuffy. Maybe it's because I'm in HR, but um, yeah, we we have to follow the rules. We have to protect our our assets, being both the company and our our human capital, so all of our associates. But um, to me... There's nothing more personal than working in HR because we do impact lives. And um, I think it's fun to figure out how can we help associates in their everyday careers and their professional development. So to me, it's don't think of your HR people as stuffy rule, you know, just following the rules. We're, we're also here um, to, to help you and to support you and to make sure that you're going in the right direction. Absolutely. I have a master's in HR, actually. Yeah. I was pretty terrified to go for that because I was like, oh, I don't want to be boring. But no. Humana HR changed my mind a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Tons of fun. Y'all are great. Um, so what's a fun fact about you that most people don't know? Um, so I would have to say that um, years ago, I used to ride a motorcycle every single day, a Harley Davidson. Um, um, but the drivers in Utah scared me away from that they're a little crazy out there um and i actually like dropped my bike twice um Ooh. at a stop sign i mean it was my complete <laughs> fault like nobody like to tell about it that's yeah. a good thing well i mean <laughs> literally i was standing at a stop sign both times and just 
fell over, so <laughs> <laughs> and I'm too small to like pick up I know, the bike I on my own. Like, so my husband, th- thankfully, my husband was right there on his bike, so he was able to get off and help me. But um, I don't think most people would know that I used to ride a, a Harley to to work every day. Well, does your husband still have a motorcycle, and do you also ride? Uh, so, <laughs> sadly. Um, he sold it a few months ago because he hadn't ridden it over a year. And I said, it's time to get rid of it. I don't really want you on it anymore now that we have a, have a daughter. So sadly, he, he got rid of it. Will you teach your daughter how to ride? No, ma'am. <laughs> no, that was no way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would have never, never guessed. So there there goes my, I guess, unconscious bias. That's right. Like, you're, just, you're not stuffy at all. Yeah, try not to be. <laughs> Well, so speaking of unconscious bias, can you share a little insight into that concept and ways we can actively engage in conversations about bias in the workplace? Yeah, so this one's a, this one's tough for me to answer. Um, I like to think that I'm inclusive, um, that I don't have these biases, but after going through the training, there's just things that you never know that you're actually biased against. So. Um, I think just having open communication in the workplace, um, if there's a question um, that you are afraid to ask because you're afraid of offending someone, um, I I would challenge you to think of a way that you could ask that question and come from a place of curiosity rather than being judgmental, just like being on that mood elevator um, that they teach during the culture workshop. How can you ask that question where you can actually learn from it and maybe change your your way of thinking? Um, I think it's natural human behavior to be biased. Um, it's something that you have to actually practice and apply to your everyday life and making sure that you are not being biased towards towards a group of people or to an individual. So just having that open communication, being honest with yourself and making sure that you are reflecting on the conversations or the, the conversations that you're having or the, the way that you present yourself around people. Yeah, the trick is in the awareness. So yeah. recognizing that there is bias built into all of us and that's okay because once you're aware then you can start to make the changes um, just it's the unconscious part when we're not right. realizing uh, it that's where it gets scary I right. also try to kind of apply that to like a way of thinking like certain people that will don't really want to bring in politics but if, if people believe a certain thing I also try to be mindful of just because they don't think the way I am I may be missing something so I should take that as an opportunity to maybe learn a little bit more as to why they think or feel sure a certain way so I've definitely or just in general about like member care um, in, in my role like well why would we do this for this member and trying to learn yeah. more about the, like the clinical side rather than just what I'm I'm seeing as a person that doesn't understand the clinical terminology all the time I agree That's a good point and I think that uh, the unconscious bias and and it just it it has it reforms and and transforms and and Humana is is transforming. We call yeah. it change man, you know, change management. You can think of the word change and and diversity. And um, I mean, there's there's so much in each of those words that uh, we could talk uh, talk about forever. But in regards to diversity in the workplace, what changes have you noticed over time? Yeah. So um, I've been here three and a half years, and even during that three and a half years, I feel like there's been tons of change. Um, I appreciate how inclusive Humana tries tries to be. I'm, we're not perfect. 
it's hard to be perfect, but I really do think um, we try to be inclusive. Um, some of the changes I think that are very evident, if you look at the data, we've, we've seen a growth of females in leadership positions. We're seeing a growth of people of color in leadership positions. So just seeing the actual data support um, our IND efforts has been has been amazing. Um, as a veteran, I um, we're one of those groups that's hard to count for uh, count for just for the fact that we have to self identify. Um, and so trying to figure out who our population is and how to better support them, I think we're always trying to figure out how do we become more inclusive to make sure that we have veterans fairly represented as well as our military spouses fairly represented around the company. So um, I think some of the initiatives that we have within even the Salute NRG as far as self-identification is just a way of showing of how we are transforming and trying to be more inclusive across the company. So just the different initiatives that we have has been very apparent in our IND efforts. So if a military spouse or a veteran wanted to self-identify, how would they do that? So I don't know, I can't remember the exact steps, but you can go into Workday and go through your profile and actually self-identify. It's the same area that you would identify sexual orientation, your race, any demographic. Um, You can go out there and self-identify if you're a veteran or, or a military spouse. So, and since there is a career cultivation event today, do you yeah. happen to have a favorite event that you've helped uh, sponsor or be a part of? Sure. Um, I would say um, any of our stations that we do. We ho- So we host a booth, a career cultivation booth at multiple events. We even do our own internal events and we just provide resources to associates. But what makes it my favorite is that we get one-on-one interaction with associates asking very personal questions around their own professional development, especially going back to school. Um, We offer a debt-free associates degree for those that don't have a degree. So if you're interested in going back to school and getting an associates degree, it's no cost to you as long as you haven't used your tuition reimbursement and as long as you pass the classes. And when people hear about this, it's life-changing. I never knew this. I didn't know know this was offered at all. I feel like I'm like, you know, like I actually know I'm what's pretty going with on it a, yeah, with, awesome. you know, benefits. That's sure. truly amazing. Yeah. So it's with our back to school um, program that we have. So if you go out out go slash degree, we have links to our education resources. But simply you can go to go slash degree and learn more about the free academic advising that we have through an external partner called Pearson. Um, but through that partnership with Pearson is our debt-free associates degree program. And we have um, tons of associates that are enrolled in it right now and have had positive experiences with it. And again, debt-free? Debt-free. debt-free as long as you have your $5,000 of tuition reimbursement that you can use for that year and as long as you're passing the classes. And that's wonderful. And it's, you have to use a specific, you said Pearson? It's through Pearson. Online? Which, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the two universities that are colleges that we use currently is Pima Community College and um, Central New Mexico Community College. But our Pearson partners will help associates through the entire academic process, including enrolling into the schools. That's fantastic because I have, I have benefited from the uh, tuition assistance program. Yeah. Uh, didn't know about that piece of it, yeah. but uh, but I did, and I and I guess you have too as no, well. I, Brittany? I used my husband's uh, oh, GI Bill benefits, well, but just to finish up with school. So having somebody help guide you through yeah. the enrollment, though, mm-hmm. just on its own, 
is life-changing because to me that was the most stressful part of all of it was just go, trying to get through enrollment and decide what it is that I needed to do so but it is good I mean it's there tuition yeah. assistance use it if you have yeah. if you can and, and fortunately I did and it certainly helped yeah and so I uh, totally support that but I did not know about I this sure didn't either program. I was, I was good actually just asked earlier this week about tuition reimbursement and I was like oh well you can just go here but I know I have even better news yeah. to send someone and I am later today yep awesome. do you have so back to your your team mm -hmm. uh, do you have any favorite team building icebreakers or activities that you usually do with your team when you all are engaging as a team when you're uh, you know just the team building exercises that you all do so I'll, I'll be on <laughs> I'm gonna be honest here um, coming from the military background like when you go to stuff like there's tons of team building in the military so I don't want to discount that but when you go to meetings with your team you're straight to the point you, you get down to business I understand and I'll tell you it's been a huge transition for me um, our team has gone through tons of um, um, transition over the last two years and one of the things that our larger team does on every call that we have is they open up the first 15 minutes with icebreakers and I'll tell you I'm super uncomfortable with it still it is not my thing I just want to get to work I want to talk about business and I want to do it but I know the importance behind icebreakers it does help build connections and and connecting to each other but um I I don't know like I can't think of just one thing one thing, I guess any kind of question that allows you to better understand someone personally um, is, is super helpful because that helps you understand who, who they are. And I think you identified it. You all have the open forum for 15 minutes and yeah. that's your icebreaker opportunity. But it is interesting that that is something that you want to get to business. Yeah. And I kind of get that. Yeah, that's I've, the military, though. I know, that's right? That's the military <laughs> side of you. I understand <laughs> that. But fortunately, with Humana, yeah. we have built a culture of, yeah. you know, let's have some icebreakers or yeah. have some activities out maybe even outside of Humana that your team is building together so yeah. but very interesting to hear that from you yeah but I get it <laughs> so kind of put like off cuff here do you happen to have like a favorite component of our culture like a favorite training like the mood elevator or yeah I, I, th I think our culture workshop has definitely been been my favorite because um, it really helped me identify aspects of myself that I never thought like I know I'm analytical but I didn't really know how analytical I was until I went through that training and just being just understanding that it's okay to be vulnerable to talk about our differences to understand where you're at on that mood elevator um, I think it's easy to be judgmental and how do you flip to be more curious and to really um um, just ask questions and better understand those around you and why maybe somebody is acting or performing the way that they are has been super helpful with me being more self-aware about how I am representing myself in the workplace. I, I would agree. I just went through that culture training and for those on the phone or on the phone, on the, those <laughs> <We> are listening, <laughs> one of the main tenants is really to start from a place of curiosity when people are doing things that you're just kind of questioning or trying to understand. And that has been a big game changer for mm -hmm. me too, is just trying to be curious about the intention versus automatically making yeah. an assumption about what the heck's going on, yeah. you know? So that's been a, a big part of, of uh, change for me. What does a bold goal mean to you? 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously we, a lot of us know what it stands for, but to me, it's really, how do we better understand the people that we serve and how do we better them so they can bring their whole self to any situation that, that they're in. So, um, I know like with the veterans bold goal, um, the social determin determinants are around smoking and alcohol and social isolation. And when you better understand what are the things that um, hinder somebody to be their best and trying to figure out programs or solutions to help them bring themselves, um, I think is a, a wonderful thing. So to me, the bold goal is really how do we help people identify what stops them from being them their whole selves and helping them identify those opportunities to to better and to enhance their lives. 100%. And that's speaking kind of toward the TRICARE beneficiary population. Yes. Our human and military work. Um, is there something that we should have asked you that we maybe didn't know enough about before we begin our interview? Um, I, I don't think so. I think you guys covered a lot. And I, I have to say that I really appreciate, um, you know, we've talked a lot about bringing your whole self to work. I appreciate that you guys asked me questions about something that's outside of my own professional development, like my infertility struggle, my veteran background, um, because getting to know somebody and every aspect of their life lets you understand them a little bit better and it allows you to be more curious about why that person may represent themselves a certain way at work. So I just appreciate that you guys took the time to ask me about my whole self and not just about my, my career journey. So thank you. We think your whole self is pretty cool. That's thank what I was going to say. I was like, we think your whole self is pretty great. Like <laughs> I, I, I remember my, my first interaction with you is actually uh, a career cultivation. Um, you were presenting on resume building. Yeah. And I remember I sent an email afterwards and you just immediately got back with me. And then thank you. later on circled back around with the uh, Salute Energy. So yeah. very thankful to have you here yeah, today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, thank you, Christina, for joining the This Humana Life podcast team today in the studio. You're an absolute treat, and we appreciate you bringing your whole authentic self. Thank you. And that's it for this episode. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.